0: Cheese and Chowder. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Cheese and Chowder, the RML podcast. Episode number nine. With you, as always, is Cheese, that is me, and Chowder, that would be Brad. What's going on, Brad? How are we
1: doing? I'm all right. Same as usual um are ready to talk you know our ninth episode we're kind of you know getting in the groove of things and uh we got a you know got a handle of everything and i'm ready to get right into it of the happenings of rml
0: absolutely definitely been enjoying doing this with you week in and week out it has been a blast um yeah just it makes us you know more in tune with the league i feel like so uh definitely feeling the love and uh yeah, let's get into it. So, uh, another weekly recap episode here, uh, the fourth edition of these week recaps. We're looking at uh, the last week in RML. So, uh, first up, the games of the week Game of the Week. Da na 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 All right, so week 11, we had a few interesting games. Uh, First one we'll talk about real quick is the Atlanta Falcons versus the Carolina Panthers. Charlie Hustle versus Dogfather, uh, an interdivisional matchup. Both these guys started off the season really well, um, both of them getting off to undefeated starts. Um, One of them has done a little bit better than the other in recent history uh, in the last Eight or so weeks. Uh, this matchup, Atlanta beats the Carolina Panthers 24 to 20, close game. Uh, Von Miller has really had a, a really good year for Charlie Hustle. He had four sacks in this one. Um, yeah, so we kind of talked about this earlier. The uh, the difference between Charlie Hustle and Dogfather, kind of one staying uh at that high level and one kind of dropping off uh earlier episodes we talked uh kind of predicted who would be better i think you you thought that charlie hustle was going to have um a better season this year uh yeah so what do you think uh, I'm, obviously your prediction is more correct than mine at this point
1: so what, what are you like oh for two now you, you said uh, beast mode is going to be pretty good this year oh and you yeah dog uh, father is going to be yeah, better th- than charlie I'm- hustle
0: I think I'm the curse of these guys. I, don't, I think I should stop picking, making predictions. But yeah, I mean, what do you see from, uh, from either of these guys uh, moving forward? I think uh, Charlie Hustle has been obviously better than Dogfather.
1: Um, but he hasn't been like a top level like you thought he might have been from an undefeated start. And I think kind of everybody's kind of fallen back to earth in some sense besides BLD. <laughs> and like everybody that's not like a perennial top dog. And uh, Dogfather has really just fallen off a cliff. And he's obviously he's not in the playoff spot right now. He's sitting at 5-7 and seven at the time of this episode. And Charlie Hustle at 8-4 in a lot better spot. Obviously, Charlie Hustle not going to be competing with BLD. He has lost both games to him this year, but who is going to? Anyways, um, so just uh, kind of, I think, disappointing second half of the season for the Panthers as a whole. And I think, for, you know, Dog, I think it's time for him to just kind of recoup and get ready for next season and try to come yeah. back stronger.
0: Yeah. We'll talk more about uh, dog and the Panthers a little later on. Um, but yeah, Charlie hustles definitely put himself in a good position to uh, at least, you know, gun for a playoff spot. Um, it's, you know, NFC, we've talked about it before is very tough. It's a lot of, a lot of teams kind of close together in that uh, top bunch uh, with a lot of people fighting for playoff spots going to be interesting to see these last four weeks how it plays out for charlie hustle if he can uh, keep up the winning ways or if he uh, falters and misses the playoffs all right next up we have houston texans and the baltimore ravens rich versus beast mode and rich getting the win 22 to 17 over beast mode i believe that might be his first win uh, at, back in RML, so that's, that's a, a big step. big first step for Rich um, coming back. Uh, it's good to see that, you know, a long-time old-time RMLer. Um, yeah, he held the Ravens to just 139 yards of offense. Um, they only had 10 passing yards, 129 rushing. Um, I believe the quarterback had about 60 or so actual passing yards, but with the sacks uh, dropping it back to 10, so uh, Beast Mode just couldn't get anything going against Rich's defense. Uh, but the one thing that kept the game close, um, uh, Rich did end up throwing five interceptions. So Beast Mode's defense was able to keep him in the game. Um, Tony Stone, the Houston quarterback, uh, throwing two touchdowns, five interceptions, and 295 yards. Uh, we talked about Beast Mode before, but um, any any thoughts on this one, Rich? Um, obviously, getting his first win, but Beast mode obviously continuing to struggle a little bit this season.
1: Well, first of all, congrats Rich on your first win. I think uh, you're kind of you know setting yourself up good for next she- season. Obviously, a tough situation coming into a team that had such a bad record, and uh, you know not having your own team that you drafted or anything. but I think uh, Rich, once he gets to learn Madden twenty will become a you know at least an average player. But moving on, I think uh, this kind, of, this game kind of sums up how this season has gone for Beast Mode, and it has not been a good season at all for him. And uh, this is, I think, this might be rock bottom for the Ravens right here, losing to a 0-10 team, 22-17. Just not, not what you want. And I think you know, next season we'll see uh, see if Beast Mode can rebound. But I do have a question for you: Is Beast Mode the worst brother? than Tendy,
0: you know what I mean like oh that is t- that's a tough one at this point this season uh it seems like it I mean you know no offense to beast mode and no offense to Tendy either but um yeah I feel I feel like I say that every week
1: <laughs>
0: but uh yeah I uh it, it I mean you have to go with you know Tendy. I mean I feel like beast Mode's had a little bit tougher of a schedule um He's played some close games, lost some close games, and Tendi's had a few more blowouts. So, you know, I think Tendi is more hit or miss. Um, but, yeah, Beast Mode consistently has not performed as we thought he would. So we'll hope that he can right the ship and maybe uh, start a rebuild or, you know, get better next season. But, yeah, right now it's it's not looking great. I mean, you talked about, you just said uh, Texans was 0-10. I mean, Texans is only one game back of Ravens now. If you if they were in the same division or anything, like he's two and nine, so it's not like he's that much better. So, I mean, he might he might have lost that one just to get a better draft position. Honestly, I mean, yeah, it's not looking great, but at least he might be able to set himself up for uh, for success in the future, get him a top five draft pick or something. What do you think? How do you think compare Tendy and and Beast?
1: I, th- I mean, it's hard for me to say. Um, I mean, I haven't really watched too many. Of- I-, I watched Tendi a little bit, but I, I would say I'd lean Tendy right now, and he's kind of shown that Madden 20. He's-, he's shown flashes at least, but I'm just really not seeing Yeah, he's 5'6". Like, yeah, nice. exactly, exactly. He's exactly. almost 500. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think you kind of go Tendy at least for this season, and we'll see how it looks at the end of Madden 20. But, I mean, Beast Mode's got a lot of work to do, to say the least. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, there you go, Tandy. We gave you some love this time. <laughs> All right. Moving on, we have the New York Jets taking on the Washington Redskins. Uh, Snorts versus Bundy. Another close, low-scoring game. Snorts edging out to victory, 16-13. to Pretty big win there for Snorts. Bundy um, still uh, trying to pull away in that AFC East. Can't get it done versus Snorts. And uh, Washington... Running back Saquon Barkley, 22 carries, 114 yards. A pretty solid win there for Snorts. All right, let's go on to Week 12. We have Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Atlanta Falcons. So another NFC South matchup. Another low-scoring affair. This one, Tampa Bay edging out Atlanta 10-6. to Kunk versus Charlie Hustle. Uh... <laughs> Clearly, both teams struggling on offense. Um, The quarterbacks combined had zero touchdowns and seven interceptions. (laughs) That was, yeah, it just seemed, must must have been a real ugly one. Um, Probably one that I'm glad I didn't watch. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Von Miller, uh, another four-sack performance. That's too straight for him. Um, So trying to get up in that defensive player of the year category definitely rising in those ranks Um uh, cj anderson for kunk had 126 yards and just 10 carries and a touchdown uh what do you think of kunk's chances kind of moving on um you know from that from here on out i mean obviously you know he got the team midway through the year and um had you know had a poor record to start but if he's you know maybe next season do you give him a chance to you know run for a wild card spot or be able to beat out charlie hustle for that second spot in itself
1: i think we all know kunk's ability and he showed it last year and he's kind of got into a similar situation where he kind of like took over a team that's not his um but i think kunk you know we all know he has he has a talent and he's a very good player and that division is very tough now and i think i think maybe we'll see like some flip-flops, like Dog will be in the last maybe next year or something. Um, but I think Kunk would definitely be in that wild-card mix. Like, you throw him, like if you look at the playoff picture now and, like, next year, you'll see Buccaneers in, like, that 7-8 range, you know, with Monkey. And, you know, we'll see what happens. Obviously, a lot changes in one year. But I think Kunk definitely could, you know, be a wild-card team throughout the next couple of seasons. And, uh, I mean, I don't, know, I don't know how much longer Tom Brady will play in Madden. Madden. And so I don't know if he's planning on drafting the quarterback or what. He's got Garoppolo as his backup. Um, but I think, uh, you know, Kunk's definitely good. But getting back to the game, is 10-6 the lowest score in RML this season? Uh,
0: I'd imagine it's it's down there. <laughs> uh, it's it's got to be. I'm not going to do the, the research for it. That's a lot of games to go through. But I'd imagine, yeah, there's not too many uh, single-digit scores on either side except for, you know, some zeros and threes on blowouts, but for both teams to be, you know, low digit, low numbers. Um, yeah, I feel like we see, saw a lot more of those, the last Madden in 19 and 18, um, you know, with your infamous, uh, 6-3 win <laughs> for, over, uh, Tillman in the playoffs. So you don't see a lot of those anymore. I feel like this Madden has, uh, definitely stepped up the scoring a little bit um i I think a lot of the factors the biggest factor for me that comes to mind is uh how hard it is to tackle you know speedy guys and also tackle guys from behind or from the side like you basically have to be right in front of them to tackle them so that might play a big factor in it and who knows maybe that gets um you know there might be some patches or something later on But that's video game talk. We don't have to worry about all that. But, uh, yeah, it's a pretty low-scoring affair. Um, But Kunk edges out the win um, in that NFC South. So Charlie Hustle with a uh, tough loss there after a win earlier in Week 11. All right, moving on. Another Week 12 matchup. We had Dolphins versus the Browns. Motherlode versus Dimitri. Uh, Dimitri pulling out the W here, 20-10. to 10. Uh, Cleveland taking the, the win there. couple of big uh, notes here from this game. Cleveland wide receiver Tyler Lockett had five catches for 137 yards and touchdown. And that defense was stout against Motherlode. He, uh, Dimitri's defense forced five picks on Carson Wentz. So big win for Dimitri over um, a well-established team, a well-established user in RML in Motherlode. Um, well, we talk, we're probably going to talk a little bit more about this, but um, neither. really not a lot of these AFC East teams are able to pull away. Um, we talked about Bundy in Week 11 losing 16-13 to Snorts. That was a big chance for him. Um, you know, these are winnable games for these guys. What do you think, uh, you know, for Motherlobe not being able to pull that out? Mm
1: -hmm. I I think this might be a a loss that Motherlobe looks back on and be like, damn, I should have had this game. And it would have put me, you know, up front of a game. And uh, we were talking, I was talking in chat before with Weasel about the upcoming schedule. That we'll, We'll talk about this later in this episode of the Dolphins and the Jets and their upcoming schedules, comparing them, seeing how they, you know, line up. And it seems like the Jets have an easier schedule than the Dolphins. And obviously they're playing a big game coming up in this upcoming weeks. But I think this is also, uh, if not to, we haven't really talked about Dimitri too much, but it's a little bit too little too late for Dimitri as far as playoffs go, 5-7. and seven. But if he didn't take over the team halfway through, I think he might have been able to contend. Because Frankie lost a game to Tendi early in the season. So, you know, I switched that around 6-6 six and six right there. You're kind of sitting a little bit closer to a playoff spot. So I think Dimitri, uh, they're not, overlook- not overlooking him and somebody to watch out for next next year.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could see him um, rising in the AFC North. It's uh, a little more winnable than some other divisions. Um, but yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, there's still some good talent there with Bruce and Han also and um, you know, Beast Mode, if he's able to turn it around. So yeah, it could be tough to win that division. But yeah, I mean, it's good to see uh, a, a new user, getting some some bigger wins and uh, you know competing and, and making some big runs and hopefully you know giving some more competition to those guys. Uh, speaking of Bruce and Han, the next game we had was Steelers and Bengals. Uh, so Bruce versus Han in week 12, and not a super close game. The final score. But a pretty important one overall. Um, Pittsburgh getting the win 38-24 to over the Bengals. Uh, pretty, like, really, really good day for Bruce here. Uh, just take a look at these numbers. Sam Darnold, uh, 361 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, a 144.9 QB rating. His running back had 141 yards on 16 carries with a touchdown. That's Ty Johnson, and his total offense was 539 yards. Uh, and also, he forced four turnovers against Han and the Bengals. So, yeah, I mean, overall, a pretty dominant performance. Even though the score doesn't really show it, but uh, this is a pretty big one. But we talk about, I mean, we talk about this in chat and everything. Uh, the biggest thing that happened. Why don't you go ahead and tell us. Uh, basically the reason this game is as important as it is. <laughs> so so we'll
1: give uh, an early injury report here. But Antoine Harmon, the Cincinnati quarterback that was doing so good this year, goes down in this game with a torn hamstring out for the rest of the regular season and really putting a dagger into the Cincinnati Bengals' hopes and dreams of this season. But let's not overlook Bruce here. And I feel like we haven't been giving him a ton of love. But this is a big win. He lost to Han earlier in the season. So they split the season series here. Bruce now in first place. And we'll talk about him a lot more in depth a little later on in this episode. So stay tuned, Bruce. But big game here for both teams with the biggest story, obviously. Antoine Harmon. Season done. It's going to be a tough you know, end of the season for the Bengals with their quarterback situation.
0: Yeah, I think he has a couple backups uh, that he's been trying out to see, you know, which one works better for him. But it's going to be tough. Yeah, quarterback play definitely matters big time in this Madden. Um, you're really not going to be able to win a ton of games uh, unless you're just really good with the run game um, like you are. So, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, interest, kind of similar situation with you with Andrew Luck there. But, yeah, Antoine Harmon goes down. You know it's possible he could make a comeback if if uh, the Bengals make the playoffs, Um, but that was going to take probably needing Han to win win the rest of his games probably go go you know get maybe like a ten and six record or something uh, to even have a chance at a wild card spot. But uh, well, we'll see if he can pull it off. Um, But yeah, big news there: the big superstar keeper quarterback Antoine Harmon out for the year with a torn hamstring but big win for Bruce all right moving on we have week 13 and a couple couple style games as well uh in this week um well actually so yeah a one that just finished um as of this recording not too long um ago for that was Redskins and Panthers so Snorts versus Dogfather uh, very close, very solid game. Uh, I've gotten word from Snorts that he was down big early in the game. Um, so first half not going as planned uh, for Snorts, but he was able to come back, take the lead in the fourth quarter, uh, took a one-point lead, and then Dogfather uh, trying to drive with you know two minutes or less to go, couldn't get it done. Snorts' defense was just very solid and stout um, not really allowing anything deep and dogfiler couldn't even get into field goal range getting sacked on fourth down to end the game so 31 to 30 the final score there um yeah i mean that's another big win for snorts i mean talking about uh twice on the, just this podcast we talked about him with some big wins what do you think
1: i think uh, i think it was a little you know like too little too late like they're kind of we're going to be talking about some of these guys that are on the outside looking in, but I think the biggest, biggest thing that stands out is the two ties. So, like, say somehow Snorts wins both ties, he has better clock management that one game. He could be looking at a seven and five record right now if he pulls those wins out instead of ties. And seven and five right now would be one game out of the six seed. Uh, you know, be- behind Toman and Monkey. So yeah. I think Snorts shows that he has the potential to be good. I and mean, we say this about a lot, and I know we've kind of, you know, criticized ourselves for saying, "Oh, everybody has a shot." But Snorts really isn't terrible. I, I kind of put the beat on him last week. Um, he just threw a couple of stupid interceptions, and in the tide turned quickly.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: Snorts, uh, Snorts, five-five and two is it's not it's not bad. It's pretty respectable, especially in a tough division like that uh, with uh, Weasel and Monkey atop. So I think Snorts, uh, he's He's getting there.
0: Yeah, I mean, right now, I mean, you look at—he's the definition of 500. I mean, <laughs> five, five wins, five <laughs> losses, and two ties. So, yeah, you couldn't get more middle of the road than that. Basically, I agree. Yeah, he—I uh, he, think feel like he plays up to his competition at times, and sometimes he'll play down um, and kind of not have the best game mentally. Um, but when he's on, he can—he can compete with. Most of the players in this league. So, uh, yeah, a couple of big wins for Snorts. Um, Saquon Barkley had another big game, 105 yards, touchdown. Um, DeAndre Hopkins had a monster game for Dog, uh, 11 catches, 222 yards and a touchdown. But it was Snorts' defense that really kept him in the game. Um, seven sacks, three picks, only allowing 10 rushing yards. So, yeah, uh, seemed like uh, Dog was just not able to put Snorts away with that running game. And he allowed him to come back and just couldn't finish it off. So, all right. And moving on, um, we also had another Steelers game with Bruce taking on the Browns again. Um, so, we faced the Browns twice in three weeks. Um, so, that's actually the – and this is season one. So, that's that's the real NFL schedule, folks. Um, Bruce taking the win again against Dimitri and the Browns. 36 to 29, uh, big win for Bruce again. Um, Tyler Lockett had 10 catches, 180 yards for for Cleveland, but Bronson Callaway upped him a little bit. Uh, eight, only eight catches and 156 yards, but he had two touchdowns. Um, so we'll talk a little bit more about him. He's, he's been a real solid receiver for uh, for Bruce this season. Uh, Cleveland's linebacker, Eric Kendricks, had a pretty monster day. 12 tackles, one and a half sacks, an interception, um, 10 turnovers for these teams combined. Six for the Browns and four for Bruce and the Steelers. But overall, Bruce able to pull it out with a one touchdown win. Um, all right. So, well, let's just jump right into it since we're kind of right uh, talking about Bruce. And. Bruce is our user of the week. User of the week. All right. So the Steelers and Brucey Badass are eight and four. Three game win streak. All right, Brad. So let's go through these games. We talked about two of them, um, but he had the Browns, the Bengals, and the Browns again, um, putting up 30 or more points in three straight weeks. Um, what have you seen from Bruce? And, you know, what are your thoughts on, on him this week?
1: I think uh, this week, usually the week, obviously, he's won, you know, 3 0, big games. But the biggest thing is. He's won three AFC North games in division games. And the biggest way to, you know, guarantee you make the playoffs essentially your games in the division. And Bruce is doing just that, taking care of business. And I think it's time to stop disrespecting Bruce and putting him, you know, on the lookout. You know, it's time to pay attention to Bruce, I think. Yeah. And, yeah, for sure. You know, eight and, he's sitting at 8-4 now, atop the division. I think it's hard to see him losing this division at this point. So, you know, right now, he, he's obviously in the playoff spot. He's at the 3-seed right now. He'd be lined up with Centro for the wildcard weekend. I mean, what's your expectations here for Bruce?
0: Yeah, well, uh, I expect him at this point... Uh, okay, well, he has a two-game lead now over Han. Um, so let's talk about this. Han... Three weeks ago in Madden time, so uh, starting after week ten, um, Han was six and three, and Bruce was five and four. So I think we even mentioned this in in that episode, uh, in the last episode. So Han had a one game lead after week ten, and uh, Bruce has now gone three straight wins. We talked about those beating the Browns, the Bengals, uh, beating Han himself in that big matchup. Uh, in week 12, and then being the Browns again, so now Bruce is eight and four. Han has faltered; he's dropped three straight, so he's now six and six. So that's uh, a huge swap in, uh, you know, momentum for both players. So Bruce now has a two-game lead. Um, he split the series with Han, like you said, uh, but he does, he is four and one in, in his division. So. I feel like he's got this locked up. There's only four games to go. Um, he's got Arizona, uh, so Andy, and then uh, he's got the Bills, and then the Jets, and then the Ravens. Uh, that's not a very difficult schedule when you look at it. I mean, I'd say all four of those are winnable games for Bruce. Uh, I would even probably bet on him to win all four of those games. So we're looking maybe 11 and 11 and five, 12 and four, and I'm thinking he he takes over that that three seed going into the playoffs.
1: I think I think the three seed might be a little bit. Oh yeah, so the three seed is yeah that's where he is right now. So the three seed is definitely. I don't think he'll surpass uh, plug and Doe or Danny if he gets up there. Um,
0: well, either so, way, Danny or plug has to be yeah. So I I don't think side, I don't
1: so. think he'll he'll surpass the one or two seed whoever the teams are. No, no, I don't think so. so either. Yeah. So he'll be locked in the three seed. And it looks pretty likely that Central will get that six seed, unless Broncos or Han sneaks in at the six seed there. So, like, if the playoffs started today, we'll have the Steeler, you know, Jaguars at Steelers Wildcard weekend. Who do you got in that game?
0: That's a real big tough one. Um, actually, you know what? I think those two play each other. Uh, nope, never mind. I was thinking of a different game. <laughs> I guess they don't. But. I don't know, that's tough. I feel like both those guys uh, are pretty similar uh, players. They have similar hot and cold stretches. They, um, they're they both, you know, long-time RMLers. Uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, with Bruce just being, you know, kind of on fire and uh, his offense really clicking, I, I feel like I'd have to go Bruce there. I mean, we talked, he's, you know, three straight games of 30-plus points, his... QB play his passing game is, you know, he's getting 500 yard games, you know, 400, 300 yard games here and there. Um, You know, he does, he's definitely susceptible to a turnover on occasion and, and, you know, more than a few at times. Um, I think his quarterback is at 29, 29 touchdowns and 29 interceptions. So it's not like he's, you know, uh, you know, this guy who can't be picked off or can't turn the ball over. So he definitely forces a lot of throws uh at times but you know it works out for him he's a gunslinger so that's that's the type of player he is and that's uh who's this quarterback again we just talked about him um it's Sam Darnold so obviously you know he's a pretty big gunslinger too um yeah i mean what what do you think you think uh Sandra has a chance to to kind of upset him i mean obviously it's a few it would be a, you know 4 weeks away so he might you know bruce might cool off a little bit but what mm-hmm. do you think
1: I, mean, I think there's a lot that can happen, you know, obviously between now and the end of the season. Injuries can happen and stuff. But I believe, like, Sentra has really impressed me this year. I, I know we're talking about Bruce a lot right now and say, like, how good he, he's on, uh, he's hot. But, you know, Sentra's just got so many weapons he can use. He can use Terraney. He's got Juju. He's got Hollywood Brown. There's so many ways sure, that he can yeah. beat you. And I feel like that could be something dangerous in a playoff game, especially against Bruce somebody that's, you know, not like a top, top dog, but, you know, that those weapons can make a big difference in an evenly matched game, which I think this would probably be, and uh, you know, we're going to talk about Sentra, we're going to talk about the AFC South in a little bit right here, um, but I think Central has, uh kind of, you know, impressed me this year, with some of his wins he's had, and I, I think, I, I'm just, you know, I, uh, basically, that game will be entertaining, I think. It'll be a Good game, and I'm excited to watch it if that if that is the matchup.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. But even though the, with all of his weapons, it's not like he's setting the world on fire. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Terenii is having a really good year. 1,100 yards. I mean, he's basically just a deep ball guy. You know, he's got 12 touchdowns. On, he's got 1,100 yards on 30. <clears throat> excuse me, 30 catches. So, <laughs> I mean, we're we're over you know almost two thirds, almost three fourths of the way through a season. It's 30 catches but he has 1,100 yards. So, I mean, he's averaging, you know, 35 yards a catch. Um, and same with Brown. He's only got 30. So he doesn't throw the ball Well, I, a lot. I,
1: I think the biggest thing there is Tyree Jackson, at quarterback.
0: You exactly. He's 16, was 16 just gonna, overall. Yeah, 20, yeah I was you know, he's, you
1: that. he's just, he's not, you know, and that, I think that might be the difference maker in a sense I think he's got to get a,
0: a, a strong arm, you know, pocket passer quarterback. I think, honestly, I think that would help him a lot more. Um you know, I don't know how much he's running with Yeah, he's got I mean, 80, He only 80, has 100, 100 yards. Got, rushing. Got,
1: like, Yeah, he's wasting, you know, he's not meant for your mobile quarterback with this roster construction and exactly, having
0: his receivers. Yeah. Uh, I think that would, and he's also has seven fumbles running too. So, uh, you know, it's not helping him out any. He only has 19 carries, 103 yards, and one touchdown. Uh, you know, pr- passing-wise, you know, 18 touchdowns to 16 interceptions not bad uh but only he's 53 percent completion rate that's not good so accuracy you know he's sacrificing accuracy for a speedy quarterback we talked about that how this game you know it accuracy matters and you know having good throw power and good uh accuracy especially with weapons like those guys i mean you could be an elite offense with you know a really good quarterback so yeah i mean we'll see if that comes into play if they do match up in the playoffs. But at this point, yeah, I, th- I think, you know, Bruce has it, you know, a little more down with with Darnold um, being a little bit more accurate, a little bit more of a pocket passer, um, you know, still with some weapons. So I think Bruce has the edge on offense and I think that's where, but it, it would just come down to if they, you know, who who had the least mistakes. That's the thing with mm-hmm. these guys and with most people, you know, who can make the least mistakes. So yeah, that would be interesting to watch. I'm you know, looking forward to see what both of those guys do uh, for the rest of the season and into the playoffs. All right, so that's going to do it for user of the week. Let's talk about some other storylines that we have uh, in RML this week and moving forward. Um, one that I want to bring up, uh, we, well, we've kind of talked about Sentra. Uh Let's talk about the AFC South, the... Colts. So Doe has a one-game lead over Sentra and, and the Jags. Um, so Colts are 8-3. Uh, Jags are 7-4. to four. So neither of them have played their Week 13 game yet. Um, so Colts' schedule remaining is um, at our versus Tandy, Kunk, so Titans, Bucks, um, BLD, Dogfather, and then the big matchup against Sentra uh, in Week 17. And then Sentra's schedule is Kunk, Chargers, uh, so Vic, Danny, Charlie Hustle, and then the week 17 against uh Doe. Okay, so clearly, Sentra has a tougher schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's not like Doe has a cakewalk either. I mean, t- obviously, Tendy that's a winnable game, Kunk that that that'd be a tough one, you know, that could be a, a, a tough one for both of them. Obviously, BLD that might, you know, that could be a really tough one. I feel like, yeah, it, it's at this point, it's got to be Doe's division to lose, wouldn't you agree?
1: I, I think there's a lot to unpack here. There's a couple of factors at play. So, first so first of all, the Colts have a one game lead right now, but Sentra does have the tiebreaker right now since he did. Like, I think the biggest thing is he beat Doe week 11, 37 28. But the next thing that leads me into here is Kyler Murray returns in two weeks against BOD. So, he missed a 10 D game which I don't think will be too big of a deal. But he'll miss the Kunk game, which is huge, I think. So I yeah. think if he loses, he can lose. That's a very losable game right there at Kunk. And then you got Kyler back for BLD, but I think BLD, you know, it's not even Kyler or no Kyler. I don't think that's a win. So I see two losses right there for BLD. Dogfather, uh, he's not,
0: you know. You mean for Doe.
1: Yeah, for Doug And then Central, obviously, Week 17, a big matchup. But I could see, on the other hand, I'll play a devil's advocate. I could see Central losing every single game left. He's got yeah. a
0: very tough, it's, it's really it's a tough, very
1: tough end of the season schedule. I don't yeah. think I could think of a harder schedule. I mean, besides like BLD and everything, but I, I, if you look through all 30 teams, 32 teams, I don't think we'll find a harder last five games.
0: Uh, it could be. Yeah. In,
1: it's it's, 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 it's a, that's a tough stretch.
0: Yeah. Anytime you play the, uh, the AFC West, I mean, that, you and me know that. You know, we're playing them. Uh, so, we've had some tough stretches as well. But, yeah, having Vic and Danny back-to-back, that's going to be tough. Even Charlie Hustle probably, you know, is a tough one as well. Yeah, all, all, I mean, I feel like Kunk and Charlie Hustle are, and, and Vic, are, are winnable games for Sentra. Um, I feel like Danny can probably, will probably be him. Uh, but, yeah, let's say they get, let's say it's t- uh, even records going into Week 17, they they're both at the same record. Uh, who would you take in that Week 17 matchup between I think,
1: them? I think if everybody's healthy, everybody's good to go, Kyler will be back from suspension. i got to go with Doe. I know he hasn't been playing. I think it's hard to judge him without having Kyler throughout the season. Um, But, man, it's just... It's, we talked about Central's quarterback situation. Having Tyreek Jackson back there, I'm just not too confident in it. And... And I just, yeah. I think Dell will will come out on top. And I think, I think Sentra might, like we're talking about winning the division here, winning the AFC South. But I think Sentra might have to worry about making the playoffs in general with yeah. this, with this strength of schedule.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's going to get there to week 17, unfortunately, for Sentra. Uh, I just, I just don't think he's going to have, even if he goes, you know, optimistic, he wins, he goes three and two in those five games. You know, that's 10 and six. That's, you know that'll be on the edge you know he probably might make it there but you basically have to win at least three of the last five here um but and it's it's not gonna be easy but yeah talking about doe uh i would agree 100 percent he's gonna win he would win that matchup um he i think he's better on both sides of the ball uh offense you know with murray um he's you know top 10 offense probably and uh defensive side you know he's actually really good he's only allowed uh, 214 points in 11 games that's you know less than 20 points a game so if you look at their plus minus um, doe is plus 126 and uh centra and the jags are minus 43 so for centra being 3 games over 500 and being you know allowing 43 more points than he scored that's pretty interesting, wouldn't you say? <laughs> Means he's no. probably, probably had some blowout losses and some close wins. So not,
1: not great, yeah. not what you want.
0: Yeah, definitely not. So, all right, um, then let's talk about the AFC East, or as we call it, the <laughs> AFC Least. Uh, yeah, this. I mean, we've been talking about it for a while. I'm pretty confident uh, a losing record will will definitely win this division. I can pretty much. For certain, say that. Uh, right now, the Dolphins, so Motherload and the Dolphins, at four and seven, lead the division, and we're not talking about with tiebreakers. Outright lead the division at four and seven, um, but all four teams are still within a game. So how about that? I mean, it's you know we can talk about how it's not a great division, but it's at least compelling and interesting, and you know they're all no one can pull away. It's <laughs> the only person who has won in the last three weeks or in the, I guess. in. Okay. So there's two, three game losing streaks. Mother lost. uh He's on a one game losing streak. And then the jets are the only one who won last week. So yeah, I mean, it's just really rough. So like, like people thought that AFC East last Madden was bad,
1: but this is just on another level, you know, and why is I mean, why is it
0: always why is it always the AFC It I mean, like, just
1: it just sucks to power. People out. are drawn.
0: <laughs> it sucks. It sucks to live in in uh, on the East Coast. It sucks to live in New maybe. the maybe nor- northeast no. or I guess there's Miami. <laughs> I mean, you got Miami. That's a nice place to live. New York and <laughs> Buffalo probably suck. And same with Boston. But Miami wouldn't be too bad. So Maybe that's why he's winning.
1: But uh, anyway, moving on to.
0: Actually, well, I'll uh, talk. Yeah. Well, okay. Real quick. Uh, now that we're on the, uh, not the, I was on the plus minus before. The only team in the AFC league <sighs> with a plus minus, with a positive plus minus is Bundy and the Jets at plus two. two <laughs> but being plus two at four and eight shows you something. That means uh, he's had a lot of, uh, well, I guess it'd be a lot of
1: close games, right? Yeah,
0: blowout wins and close losses, right? So, yeah, I mean, the rest of them: Patriots minus ninety, Dolphins minus fifty-seven, Bills minus eighty-eight. So, yeah, no one really uh, is doing that well in that division overall uh okay so who do you who let's go ahead and make a prediction who who do you think is going to win the division who do you think um you know yeah i mean there's only obviously so, one, one yeah. playoff team going out of there
1: yes yeah, so, so i think uh it'd make it easier i think it's really just a two dog race not to say that the so first of all welcome lope back to Armel. i know we've had our differences lope
0: but yeah, welcome yeah, back
1: welcome i hope i hope you listen to the podcast hope you enjoy these podcasts
0: hey you uh, better catch up on these podcasts yeah exactly though. you, got, you, got, like, episode you nine. got like
1: you got like eight hours of. You got like you got at least nine hours it's <laughs> almost all of them have been yeah. an hour
0: all
1: right. uh but no like I, I hope you uh do good this time around in rml and i think you're good good for rml uh but anywho and i, I think lope honestly so he's he, he has a three and a half wins at three seven and one he, he can compete, but I think make it easier for us here. It's between Dolphins and Jets. Uh, Dolphin, Mudlow did not play his week uh, 13 game at the recording right now. He plays Steve this week. I think Steve's a winnable game for him. He beat Steve a good amount last year when they were in the same division. Uh, we talked about this before in chat, but remaining schedules Dolphins have Eagles this week, Jets against, you know, so Dolphins, Jets week 14, huge game. But then he's got Weasel, Han and then lope weasel and han is a tough back-to-back game games right there and then if you look at jed's schedule bundy bundy coming off a big win against han without anton Harmon. so then we got motherload like we said in week 14 but then beast mode bruce and the bills and hopefully we'll have the bills owner by the time we release this podcast Hmm. so i think easy to say that motherload has a tougher schedule he's got weasel
0: yeah in there two you know two really tough matchups Versus, at least Bundy has winnable matchups. I mean, he can beat. Um, oh wow, I'm blanking. Who did you say? Beast, beast mode.
1: That's the, that's a that's a win I think. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, and winnable then, there and then. And then, then Bruce, Steelers?
1: I probably yeah. lost. Uh, but then Bill. I mean, we don't know. But the but Bills is a wild card too. Maybe the Bills. But guys, Bundy can play
0: but, Bruce, and he can win. Yeah. I mean, it's I'm not. That's not a guaranteed loss. He can so, definitely beat him.
1: So well, first of all, so we're gonna. I guess we kind of skip. Uh, ahead to the games to watch for next week coming up. Yeah. Uh Dolphins and Jets. What a game. What a big game here. Implications. If if Motherlow loses to Steve this weekend, he'll be four and eight and they'll be the same record. But if he wins, he'll be one game up. Uh who do you got in Dolphins who and has, Jets week fourteen?
0: you look up who has the tiebreaker? Do they 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 played it already once, right?
1: Uh let's see, we got Bundy winning twenty four to ten week nine. Okay. Opponent.
0: So, yeah, it's yeah, that makes it really big because if uh, that means if Bundy wins, it would be, yeah, they, he would basically have the advantage because, well, M- Motherlord hasn't played his as week 13. Yeah, game he's, he's yet, still so got to He, play, could, he's be, play Steve, he yeah. could be five and seven mm-hmm. if he wins against. So, that's a big game too for him. Honestly, this is, yeah, just as big a game as the Bundy one because you want to keep that cushion, right? I mean, you. I would want to go in with a one game lead, obviously, for over, you know, being tied. Um so if he goes in with a one game lead and he loses, then they're basically dead even for the mm-hmm. the last three well, games.
1: Uh, I think, so one <laughs> big thing here also is obviously the head to head Bundy won, but Motherlow is one and three in the division and Bundy's Ooh, yeah. three and three and one in the division. So even yeah. if, if Motherlow Wins, then he still got, you know, Bundy right on his tail, and he got a tough schedule coming up. And then you also have to be careful here of the Patriots or the Bills coming up from behind, you know, and catching up here these last couple yeah. weeks.
0: Yeah, and we, yeah, the Bills are an unknown. That's the thing. I mean, and Lopes an unknown too, because, you know, we don't know how he's going to play in this Madden. We talked about how different it is and how many, you know, players have been better or worse than, than they played last year. So he, you know, m- might be able to figure it out quick and, and start catching up, but yeah, it's not going to take much. We like you said, each every team is still within a game. So you know, with four to five games left uh, for all these teams, it's not like it, it's out of the question that anybody can pull away and win. Uh, the the lope situation with the 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 tie from before he was in the league, that could come into play if he Screw, wins, it. It screws wins everything a few up games. <laughs> yeah, so that could even make it more messy. So it could be a real, real interesting situation so yeah look for look for us to talk about that next week uh because yeah i'm i'm assuming next week we're gonna have a much clearer picture but it might be just okay. as hairy
1: I'm, so, I'm hoping for a three red tie i would say four i tie want the chaos. Top, I guess yeah exactly we, i always root chaos. for team chaos
0: team yes. chaos
1: is always the one you want to root for
0: exactly always chaos okay uh let's talk about the afc west for a little bit we kind of talk about them a lot so uh, but, yeah, Chiefs and Raiders, huge matchup. Um, not sure when this one is scheduled, but uh, this might be coming out. It might might already be played by the time this podcast comes out. Um, but it's a Week 13 matchup. They're both 9-2, and two, basically a battle for the division lead and the outright uh, number one seed in the AFC. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about that since we basically talked about it last episode. But, um, yeah, uh moving forward do you think is it pretty pretty much a guarantee that the winner of that one is gonna hold on to the number one seed
1: i I think uh doe is obviously the team in contention for the one seed besides these west teams and i think doe without kyler for the next two games hurts his chances so i think it's safe to say that the winner of this game they'll be 10 and 2 it'll be pretty hard to lose that one seed I think, so obviously not only is this a big divisional matchup here, uh, Raiders and Chiefs, uh, Chiefs beat Danny earlier in the season pretty handily, 30-13, to 13. but not only is that the division matchup, but I think this is all, might be a preview of the AFC Championship for this season.
0: Yeah, I could see it. Um, I mean, depending on how the seeding works out, you know, we might see it in the divisional round, mm-hmm. But but yeah, I could definitely see these two meeting up again for a third time in the playoffs. I I pretty much have, uh, I would, would place money on it probably actually. Um, yeah, I I honestly, it, it would be hard to pick for either one. They're both been playing really, really well this year. And I, yeah, I, I mean, we saw earlier, it's not like, you know, Danny has a cakewalk against him. He, you know, Plug beat him um, early on. So we'll see if Danny can can hit him back or, or if Plug can take a, a clean sweep in the regular season. And, you know, Coast to that number one seed.
1: So I have, I have one more point on the AFC yep. West here. Uh, so just while we're on AFC West? So we got the Broncos at six and five at the seven seed on the bubble here, one game behind center at seven and four. Do you think the Broncos have any chance here to sneak into a wild card spot? Uh,
0: I think it's going to be tough. Um, I you, you want to look over the schedule? I'm uh, I got
1: it right here. We got we got, uh, Vic coming up. Week 13, which is so might be played already by the time it releases. I'm not sure, but that's obviously a tough game. Mm-hmm. And then we got we got Rich, so we got Texans, winnable game. Plug, Lions, Raiders. So that's a pretty tough last two yeah. games right there.
0: Yeah, I don't. I unfortunately don't see it. Uh, I I mean, we talk about uh, Central schedule is tough too, though. So it's not like it's a you know easy cakewalk. So I feel like yeah, we might we might see a nine and seven record kind of fall into that uh, that six seed. But, yeah, I, if I had to choose between Centra uh, or Broncos with Centra at the one-game lead, um, even with you know his issues on offense, I feel like he can figure it out. And I feel like uh, the Broncos, uh was it, Chiz, is mm-hmm. uh, a little bit, of, at least to me, is a little bit of an unknown. I haven't seen enough of him mm-hmm. to know exactly how well he's going to play out. So... You know, I'll, I'll maybe wait you know until the next episode or or um into the you know maybe he'll prove me wrong and um kind of beat some of these guys that we don't expect him to, but I mean, it's a tough league, and uh, there's a lot of tough opponents uh, coming up on both these guys' mm-hmm. schedules. I feel like with that one game lead, I think both of them go maybe two and three or three and two in the next five games, and uh, we're looking probably at a ten and six or a nine and seven kind of what? stumbling into. We uh into that final mm-hmm. wild card spot. What do you think?
1: To took off that point also is is we also had to be watched Han at six and six. I don't know, six and six not that impressive. Obviously it's gonna be tough without his quarterback. But if you look at his schedule, we got the five and seven Browns, the three seven and one Patriots, four and seven Dolphins, five and seven Browns again. So, you know, winnable games, all four. Obviously yeah. tough without the with the quarterback situation. You got Teddy Bridgewater manning the QB spot, but I think there's, you know, Han sneaking here too. You can't forget about him.
0: Yeah, it's doable. He could pull it off. He's just got, he's got a. Everything has to go right for him, and everything has to go wrong for everyone else. And usually, when you need that to happen, mm-hmm. it's gonna. It's just tough to get in. But it's. We've seen it happen in real life. We've seen it happen in Madden. It definitely is not out of the question. But uh, yeah, it should be an interesting race for that final wildcard card spot for sure. Um, Who who is the uh, oh so the five C would be the loser of the Raiders uh, and Chiefs so at least pretty much guaranteeing those two guys have a spot in the playoffs uh, probably being the one and the five Um, yeah AFC picture looking pretty interesting moving along Um, okay then we got the uh, in the NFC South um, well let's just talk about the Carolina Panthers just talk about Dogfather a little bit. They've lost five games in a row, and they've lost seven of their last eight after a scorching hot 4-0 start. Um, So yeah, we talked a little bit about this. I thought you know they would be able to keep up the pace a little bit and you know maybe maybe make a playoff push uh, after that first episode or two, saying that you know both Charlie and him were uh, 4-0 or 5-0. And, you know, off to really good starts. And that whole division, I think, was 4-0 at one point. Um, but now he's 5-7. and seven. And, yeah, I mean, he's on the outside looking in for the playoffs. Uh, most likely not going to get in with, <laughs> with all these teams battling for a spot. You know, um, we got, you know, Rams, whoever yeah, does not win, Rams, Seahawks. So right now it's the Seahawks. Um, and then monkey and the cowboys those are the two uh those are the two uh, playoff seeds right for the wild card yeah, yeah. Five, dog five six right now
1: dog is three games out of the lock. he's pretty much eliminated
0: yeah gonna be it,
1: uh, much i'm just l- looking at the panthers schedule <laughs> i think we talked about sentra how hard his end of the season schedule is uh, i think dog might not win another game this season he's got falcons seahawks colts saints that's a damn tough schedule yeah uh, all winning, well, yeah all you know obviously the yeah, in division two of them but colton Seahawks uh, yeah
0: wow just, that that is really tough huh that's like yeah four perennial i mean the, that's actually four playoff contenders too like yeah that's yeah so that's I not think fun. we might be yeah.
1: we might see dog finish here at five and eleven um, so what a what a turn of, of events from from week four from that that podcast we did back then you know it was a four and a oh. And you go win one more game the rest of the season. If he loses out here, what a story! Yeah.
0: What a story that would be. Yeah, I'm sure if you told him that uh, at during that time that he'd only win one more game, he he, he would be laughing in your face. But it yeah, it can happen, man. Uh, I'll tell you from experience. You know, I was in that seat too. I was four and zero. Now I'm six and six. So it's not like you know I'm doing much better. So. Whoa. Life, comes, it can at fast, it
1: Life can comes at you fast, fellas. <laughs> Life comes
0: at you fast. It can hit, hit you. You can run into a wall without seeing it real quick. Yeah, so that, that brick wall comes out of nowhere. Uh, yes, yeah, so, I mean, I still feel like he, you know, the tough schedule has been rough and he hasn't played up to the level that, you know, he should in some of these games. But I feel like he can still turn it around, you know, one of these upcoming seasons and still be a, A decent enough player to compete and you know i I don't expect him to fall off and you know fall into the bottom of the barrel but who knows you know maybe maybe he just got really lucky in the first four games and we just overrated him you know based on that it definitely could be it but i feel like you excuse me i feel like you don't score 50 points you know in multiple weeks without being somewhat decent you know Mm -hmm. all right yeah um okay let's talk about the nfc picture at the top um bld and weasel trying to battle for that number one seed uh number one seed's kind of meaningless kind of pointless i mean in in madden you know we don't have home and away games really uh it doesn't affect you at all so but it you know it's a bragging rights thing especially with those two guys being super 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 competitive uh if and that's an understatement. Uh, yeah, um, BLD at 12 and 0 has not lost a game. We talk about this, you know, every week. It's the same thing. He's just yeah, yeah he is what it is, what he is. But uh, and then Weasel being 11 and 1 um, with you being his only loss, right?
1: Yes, that's right. Yeah,
0: <laughs> keep it up, good job. Um, but he's back on a four-game win streak after losing to you. Um, so yeah, one game separating the two, um, seems like those two are probably almost just about have it locked up, uh, for the, the first round by in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think there's any chance BLD loses a game? Have you, looked uh, at, uh, I at don't the schedule? think, I don't,
1: I mean, I think if he lost, he would have lost by now. I don't, I just think, I guess doe is his only real threat here. He's got Shane Tendy dog father so yeah i'm not really seeing anything and i yeah. mean dog that will be the return to kyler murray that game so maybe dog can pull up uh, doe. a doe can pull out some magic there but i'm, I'm seeing a 16-0 and season here with the saints uh but kind, of, kind of point i think one in one seed and two seed does matter in the fact that the one seed can't play the three seed in the next round because of the reseeding. they'll play mm-hmm. the four five or six depending on who wins yeah. um so i think that could matter depending on who gets a three seed in some years and but obviously like a little different arm out with the divisions, like the way they are. Like you'd, you'd want to play the AFC East if you had an AFC, uh, that four seed over there. But anywho, uh, yeah, I think, you know, weasel obviously tried his best to get, and I think, uh, let's take a, take a look at Weasel's schedule here. He's 11 and one right now. He's got Eagles week 14, mother load week 15 snorts week 16 Steve again, week 17. So, I'm not really seeing any threat here. I think 15 and one, me being the only loss somehow um, wow, yeah. for Weasel. Uh, it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, interesting. And, um, so, yeah, I think BOD one seed stays and Weasel two seed. So, the question is would, so say they match up in the NFC Championship, the one and two seed, who do you mm. got?
0: I mean, it's no question. I mean, <laughs> well, it's funny. I was just gonna say it's Jordan, but they're both Jordan. So. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Jordan's gonna win. I think Jordan. I'm gonna pick Jordan this one. <laughs> that's my that's my answer. I'm not I'm not gonna be any more descriptive descriptive than that. So no, nah, it's BLD, BLD for sure. No question.
1: It's, yeah. just, it's not like I think I kind of get like the feeling now. Like obviously, I'm the Patriots fan in real life, and everybody like. I hate the Patriots. And I think I'm kind of getting that feeling now of how everybody feels about the Patriots, about BLD. It's like, what's even the point? Like, we know he's going to win. Yeah, yeah. You know he's going to win the Super Bowl. Like, what's even the point of playing this season?
0: By the way, welcome Antonio (laughs) Brown, Mr. Big Chest, to the Patriots. Who called it? Everyone called it. Okay. Um, Yeah, I mean, although, okay, here's a question then. Do you see, is that... Basically, what you think is going to happen, I mean, you're, you're going to be in the playoffs, most likely. Uh, uh, I mean, pretty much guaranteed, unless you know a major collapse happens. But do you think that anyone has a chance at stopping either of them? you think that the NFC Championship... Uh, I mean, you can beat Weasel. Obviously, you've proven it. So mm-hmm. let's say Weasel's the two seed. It, with your predictions, you... Uh, unfortunately, it looks like you're probably going to be the four seed. So you're going to be playing BLD if you win. Unless, uh, unless, unless, unless Falcons or Cowboys. Unless unless, Rams, are unless Maddening loses. Yeah, unless... Yes. I mean, it's definitely possible. I could see it. We're talking about uh... Yeah, I mean, Monkey would be the five. So, you know, so if Monkey somehow gets the sixth seed and can beat Maddening, or if Charlie Hustle can beat Maddening, which are both are definitely doable, um, then they would play BLD, and then you would, mm-hmm. you would play Weasel. I mean, we've seen you can beat Weasel. But either way, I mean, we're pretty much both it's just, yeah, saying it's just, that it's going to be really you're just tough running through
1: bus Until yeah,
0: you, you get to the one.
1: I, I think, really... Unless he like, just
0: has a really bad game. But I feel like he never has just bad games. I don't think I've ever seen him have a bad game.
1: I, I think the one the one guy that stands out that might have a shot at beating BLD, to me, is Maddening, actually. because Maddening is a very good... had a really good,
0: good year. Like, yeah.
1: head-to-head player Tyreek Hill is insane. he's a shootout player and he's got like, the shootout ability to keep up I, th- offensively. I think Maddening has the experience like he's played Madden forever and if if he is sober of the night of that game I think Maddening has a chance but I think he's been like, sober
0: this whole year I, I mean he, for he, almost every he, he, game he's, that's he's, why he's, he's been playing kind of
1: like be. a, he's playing like it at least yeah uh so good good job Maddening you you listened to us and hope you hope you're doing keep well keep it up man yeah keep it up <laughs> well yeah. So I, I think Maddening is the one shot. I think like Charlie hustle. Uh, Charlie uh, BLD is taking care of business with Charlie. I, I don't think I can do anything against BLD. To be honest, I think we, Weasel's just too predictable. I think for yeah. You know, oh BLD,
0: yeah. BLD will he be plays all him other. a lot. He's played him a lot over the years. He knows so his every I, I every ins in and I think outs. Maddening
1: is my pick to dethrone BLD from the NFC, AFC, Super Bowl. I mean, well, like Danny and BLD have played before. I don't know. It's just. It's just. It's kind of frustrating <laughs> having that, that yeah, you know, that I juggernaut know. at the one seed that you just gotta, you just know you're gonna have to face eventually.
0: Yeah, um, it's but, you uh, know
1: we, we like you, BOD. We, we You've been a good member, and you know
0: <laughs> just be worse for a little bit, you know, just one yeah. time, not be the best. Um, yeah, if 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 uh, it's if it is Saints Giants in the NFC Championship, do you think we should? Uh, we should give up our moniker for the cheese bowl
1: <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs>
0: feel like that might be appropriate for those two no we're just kidding yeah no
1: but, but also uh, I kind of
0: but also we're not kidding yeah
1: <laughs> also uh, so I kind of have a, I'll take over segway duties here we're kind of jumping to the NFC West here and we got we talk about the Rams and the Seahawks the divisional battle and I think the Seahawks might be somebody that you might have to watch out for the BLD that can match up with BOD you know yeah um, but so we talk about the NFC West here. Uh Madden
0: eating at NFC. Exactly.
1: Yeah, we can just kinda of talk about that here. Um but Madden in at nine, nine three, top of the division. Um in at eight and four. Had a little bit of a scare today. I was watching a game against uh, the Vikings. He was down at halftime, but came back. Uh Lamar Jackson with over a hundred yards rushing in this game. Uh so eight and four. So he's one game out of the division and one game well, he'll be one game out of the actually no he'll be he's tied with Charlie Hustle right now for essentially the sixth seed if monkey beats the bills this week, so monkey would be nine and three, so what do we say about Tillman here or what about the division in general what do you what are you what's your thoughts
0: Here's my thought. I honestly think that Tillman is just coasting this season and he is just gonna go ham in the playoffs like i I could honestly see it like I feel like he is one of these guys, you know. We already know. Barely ever see him, hear hear from him, or talk to him. You know, he he likes to be under the radar. He likes to be, you know, coming out from the the bushes and just, you know, <laughs> smacking you upside the head. And I feel like that's gonna happen as long as he can sneak in. And but, but he's he's got to try and he's got to win because it's not guaranteed. You know, he's he doesn't have. But <clears throat> have it. But if well, he, if he can beat Maddening, <laughs> if he can beat Maddening in uh, this Week 14 matchup, mm-hmm. then you know that that'll tie him up. And uh, who and there? I think Maddening has the. Uh, I think Maddening has the advantage right now because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, he's got the game lead and they, he won the first one, so they'd be basically dead even. And did you already mention their schedules or no? So
1: no, I was going. Well, first of all. I think the the flaw in your hypothetical Tillman plan is you got to mm-hmm. get in the playoffs, first of all, if you want to sneak into the playoffs. You know, sneak sneakily. Do good. Well, and he, I think I'm that's, saying he's well, trying to get think hot at a, the right time. Well, I think that's an issue, though, because I think the division is his best shot because Monkey is going to be, like, a game ahead of him, and Monkey is, you know, we know Monkey's pretty good. I don't know Monkey's schedule yet, but I'm looking at Charlie Hustle. Charlie Hustle is, like, the weakest target, I guess, for Tillman to strike and trying to get ahead for the wildcard spot. But mm-hmm. if you look at Charlie Hustle's schedule, he's got Panthers, 49ers, Centra, Kunk. So it's like some, you know, actually like two and two, maybe three and one. But, you know, so I'm saying that Tillman has to basically win out and got to hope for other people to lose. And that's not yeah. always the best formula.
0: Okay, two things. I, I think uh, I'm partially right, but I also think that Tillman did not expect... Uh, a lot of these teams to be as good as they were. <laughs> uh like like Charlie Hustle and the Falcons. Um and especially Maddening. I feel like he did not yeah. expect Maddening to be, you know, have a nine and three record. Uh and I don't think any of us did really. I don't think he, we expected him to be this good. I mean we know he's a solid player, but you know, he, he can definitely have bad games at times. Um and the other thing that I've already mentioned many times in the podcast, but is uh, Tillman has uh, a running quarterback, right he Lamar Jackson yeah, Lamar Jackson. I think he's gotten better at using him for sure, but again, it's a different style game, and you really have to be you know a heavy run team. If you're going to start throwing or if you get down in any games, uh, it's going to be tough and and when he matches up with BLD. Or, you know, uh, uh, maddening, you know, teams that can are really good on offense. Uh, You know, in those shootout games, it's going to be hard for him to keep up if he can't throw, you know, accurate deep balls or, you know, uh, accurate medium to deep throws. So I feel like that's going to come into play a lot. Uh, I feel like he just underestimated a lot of people. And, um, you know, he tried, maybe he tried to coast a little. Um, I still, I can see him getting into the playoffs um sneaking in and you know maybe just a game or or even with with a tiebreaker situation or something and he's on a four game win streak so it's not like you know he's you know losing you know one week and winning the other week like Mm -hmm. he's i think he's picked it back up and he's figured it out from the first half of the season where he kind of struggled Mm -hmm. when he was started off like four and four so i think he'll go you know two and two or three and one in the next, mm-hmm. the remaining four games, well, he's got. Um, well, he's got the week fourteen matchup, mm-hmm. Then he's got dog. I think he wins that one. He's got Andy, and he's got Shane. Honestly, I think he goes at least three and one if he if he beats Maddening, He's goes four and zero oh and wins the division. Honestly,
1: no, I, I agree with that. But I think the biggest thing is beating Maddening. Like if he loses that game, he's at eight and five, and then has a
0: two game lead. That, yeah, exactly.
1: So division is, division yeah. basically out of reach there. Yeah. But then you got to hope for the wild card, and you got Monkey. You, put, you know, look, we talked about Charlie Hustle. Uh, Monkey's well, got
0: it'd be for the six seed. Let's just say Monkey has the five seed wrapped and, up. Yeah, Mo- Monkey, has a, Monkey has a so pretty schedule. We'll say it's uh, so Charlie Hustle versus and, Charlie I'm Hustle. Telling, that's
1: it. It would be you, but you yeah. uh, you failed no. to.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm not in it this year. Yeah, yeah, it, it didn't work. So,
1: out. Yeah, so it's pretty much just between Charlie Hustle, and okay, Tony.
0: and then so. He'll be eight and five, but then he wins the last three and he's 11 and five. What's tra- what you? you? I think you already said, yeah, schedule. again? two and
1: two, I think, be what I was uh, Panthers, 49ers, Jaguars, and Buccaneers. So I think two Jags and, and
0: Bucks to end it would be tough,
1: yeah. So two and two, so you'd be looking at 10 and six. So I think Tillman, yeah, yeah, Tillman be... can
0: win with one by one game. Plus, have they played to each other yet or no?
1: Tillman and, and Charlie Hustle,
0: yeah, or That's do they have the like...
1: a uh. Charlie Hustle did beat Tillman 27 oh,
0: 14 eight. So he has the advantage. So if it's a tie, then... So he basically has a one-game lead on him. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, so, has, just, so now it, it's even more important for Tillman to win yeah, this week. This yeah,
1: week More 14. of the story is Maddening versus Tillman is a huge game.
0: Yeah, it's basically going to determine Tillman's playoff hopes. But yeah, so that huge, 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 huge Week 14 game uh, is going to be happening soon, probably you know within the next few days. And probably no one will watch it because no one, you know, uh, these guys aren't, you know, super. Uh, I, I think a lot of people will watch it if it if it's on a decent time, actually. But
1: yeah, I'll try and watch it if I can.
0: Yeah, if 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 I see it, you know, but yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, should be real interesting. The NFC West. All right, so that's gonna pretty much wrap up the storylines. Unless you had anything else, you thought I think of that's, yeah, man.
1: that's uh we we talked a good amount there we got a lot of things covered to talk about pretty much every division there all the yeah. playoff scenarios we got you know one more week till we go get to the yeah, playoffs for
0: real about that time we got yeah you know four or five games for most people uh week 16 17 coming up in the next episode um so that should be real fun and then the playoffs the offs, okay um all right. Let's talk just quickly about uh, the awards. Uh, basically, we talked about BLD and Weasel a little bit. Those two are actually battling for the MVP. You got Derek Henry into, uh, uh, on the Giants. That's Weasel versus Omar Payne. Omar Payne got you know had a, a little bit of a setback, so getting but he's still in the number two spot and still has a chance. And obviously, he's putting up big numbers week in and week out. Um, do you think? Oh, or who do you have winning this uh, MVP award? I know Melvin Gordon would be up there yeah. if he wasn't hurt, but you know he's kind no, of no. put stuff out of it. G-
1: G- Gordon's not hurt. Andrew oh, Luck's he's not? hurt. No, no. I Lux thought hurt.
0: Gordon got hurt at one point.
1: He got hurt for one game, but that was it. He, oh, okay. uh, well then, he's good, yeah, he's good to go. So
0: so, no, so
1: I'm looking. Too. I got the staff in front of me right here. <laughs> we got Derek Henry's got a 500-yard lead right now, but I did not play my game against Bears yet. I'm playing him right after the podcast. I'm hoping. <laughs> About um, the and Omar Payne is like 20 yards below Melvin Gordon, so still 500 yards behind Derrick Henry, and that's without. Derrick Omar Payne has 100 less carries than Derrick Henry, and he only has 500 less yards, and has the same amount of touchdowns. Uh, so Melvin Gordon's leading leading rushing in with touchdowns, 20 touchdowns. Derrick Henry and Omar Payne has both have 19. Derrick Henry caught up because of a fortunate. Hmm. Incident with the wide receiver diving, but we won't talk about that too much. Um, Nothing to see there. And uh, so, anyways, I think Weasel will probably try his best to spam Derrick Henry as much as he can. But Omar Payne is just like so automatic. 9.9 yards per carry average. It's ridiculous. I I think you have to go with Omar Payne. He he he's missed. Didn't he miss, we thought not he, miss like he, he missed like six he missed like five or six games. Yeah. And I he's think he still four in or the thick games. of this MVP yeah, race, it's... which is insane. Uh so I think that that also makes BOD very scary in the playoffs. Because he yeah. can do it without without a good running back like that. So yeah, I think just... I kinda have to go with Omar Payne, but I think Weezer will try his best to try to get Henry the MVP.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be uh a lot of running going on between those two. Um, you know 25 to 30 carries probably if they can get up there um, yeah like you said I think yeah having Omar Payne is really scary because also you have to play you know the run pretty much every play but he can also you know throw really well too and he can call play action and basically just this tor- like,
1: there's nothing you can do <laughs>
0: yeah so you, you you really have no and and even if you stack the box like he can he finds holes and he you know yeah he's just too good so yeah, chances are, uh, yeah, I, I I would put money on Omar Payne if it was a full mm-hmm. season, but with Derrick Henry having a little bit of a lead, it seems like, uh, and and getting a full year, and also knowing Weasel, I feel like he probably has a good chance at winning it as well. So it'd be interesting yeah. little little award battle there. I mean, not like it really matters that much for everybody else, but for those guys, you know, that's a lot of XP. And stuff like that.
1: Well, uh, and, and don't don't sleep on Melvin. I'm not, I'm not. I haven't been spamming him at all, and That's I true. kind of haven't really used him as much. But also, I have, I don't have Andrew Luck these last four weeks.
0: Yeah, you're so I be. kind of have to after. have to rely on
1: him. So it might just happen. Yeah. You know.
0: No, he's you know, had a we'll really good season. Yeah, I mean, no. any any other year, he that would be you know easy 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 MVP numbers. So it's not like you know he's having a bad year. We're we're downplaying the year he's had. He's he's been phenomenal, especially the first half of the season. He was just you know cruising and torching people so yeah you got to pick it back up you kind of haven't well you would you started up what six and one or six and oh or yeah six and then i
1: lost two. seven and <laughs> I yeah, lost now seven and
0: three and one yeah, yeah it's a got, little bit of a downfall only yeah. one win in the last five weeks you got to pick it up <laughs> all right speaking of picking it up let's talk about some games to watch i don't know that was a horrible segue <laughs> okay um, so next week we'll have week 14, 15, and 16. There are still some games to play week 13, but we're not going to really talk about those because a lot of them will have already been played by the time you listen to this or by the time it comes out. Um, all right. So week 14, uh, we talked about a couple of these already, um, the dolphins and the jets m- most likely going to be, you know, for the division lead and even, uh, well, it will definitely be for the division lead. It Just depends on. If it'll be for a tie or a soul, you know, soul division lead. Uh, if the Dolphins can beat Steve here in Week 13, but Dolphins Jets big AFC East matchup. Talked about that. That's going to be a big one. Um, looking forward to seeing who pulls away. Uh, Seahawks Rams. That's another one we talked about. Um, on it m- might be the biggest uh, when it comes to playoff implications in the NFC. It's probably the biggest game uh, of these next three weeks, and then Colts versus Bucks. Um Not a whole lot of implications there, but I think it's just going to be a good game between two pretty solid opponents. Um, what do you think about these games? Anything stand out to you?
1: I think, obviously, uh, Dolphins, Jets, Seahawks, Rams. Huge games for division leads right there. I'm trying to watch both those games if I can get the chance. Uh, just, wow, just two great games. Week 14 is going to be a good week in RML.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I look forward to both of those for sure. Um, And then Week 15, um, got a few games here. We got Bucks versus Lions. So you versus Kunk, again, another uh, game that I just thought would be pretty good, a good talent matchup. Um, But you'll you'll, you'll probably need to win that one. You definitely want to kind of secure some good seeding in these playoffs. Uh, And then Jaguars versus Raiders, so Central versus Danny. That one could definitely have some playoff implications, with Centro needing kind of to keep winning uh, to keep his wild card spot or try for that wild card spot. And Rams versus Cowboys, so Manning versus Monkey. That should be real good. Two good offenses, um, more playoff implications. And then Colts versus Saints, just a good old fashioned um, two guys who play each other a lot and. Uh, should be a high high scoring, uh, fun game to watch, especially with Kyler Murray coming back that week. So, uh, any of those games uh, that you like? I think uh, first of all, Colts Saints, Kyler
1: Murray return, going to be a big game right there for the Colts. And I think Rams Cowboys could be a potential playoff preview right there. The seeding works out, and uh, both both very good teams, both kind of over like I don't know overperforming, but definitely uh, exceeding expectations a little bit. I think this season. Uh, so exciting game right there uh, for Monkey and Maddening
0: yeah definitely yeah because if, if, yeah, cause if M- Maddening wins the division he could get uh, the three seed most likely and then yeah, maybe Monkey gets the six we see that in wild card weekend that would be kind of cool um, I, 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 I think that is a good matchup uh, between both those guys I, I really don't know who I would pick like if you had to pick that game who do you think would win or just even just pick the game for week fifteen. Who do you think is going to win? Right, um,
1: man, that's a tough one. Uh, monkey's been on fire lately. That's what. But Madison's yeah. been good too.
0: Yeah, I, that's uh, that's probably that's, a must.
1: I don't know. Right that's team. that's a, that's a really tough one. I feel like yeah. they match up very well too. Damn, that's yeah.
0: a. I can't even. I can't even pick. I know. That's that. That one is throwing me off. Like it's tough. I, I, hope really see, I hope we see that in the
1: playoffs. I hope we see that again in the playoffs. That's I really, yeah.
0: In. I I could see it. That would be cool. Yeah, those guys are both. Uh, and it's funny because yeah, didn't those teams meet in the playoffs in real life last year? Yeah, I believe I so, yes, in LA. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, I would probably lean maddening in the Rams right now, but uh, yeah, it would be. I feel like Monkey could pull it off too, though. All right, so week sixteen, um, Steelers and the Jets. That'll be a big one for Bundy to try to, you know, uh, win the AFC East. And then, you know, uh, cent- uh, Central Bruce is also going to be um, battling to keep a hold of that AFC North division lead. So we'll see if those two can, uh, whoever can pull out a win there. And then also two, you know, old-time R. like to see that with Bruce and Bundy. Um, and then Centra versus Charlie Hustle, Jags versus Falcons, nice inner conference outer conference matchup. Um, should be a just a good solid game. Um, definitely some playoff implications most likely at that point. And then uh, Raiders versus Chargers, Danny versus Vic. that one we'll see how you know where the chargers are at that point. If he's won a couple games there, then maybe he might have playoff hopes. Um, but most likely it'll be just a game uh, for Danny to try uh, to continue to try to get that number one seed, uh, that first round playoff by. So, any of those week 16 games catch your eye?
1: Uh, Jaguars and Falcons definitely. We talked about both those teams a lot, but that is a huge game for playoff implications all around the league for the wild card teams for the division leads. That's just a big game. You know, it could let Tillman into the playoffs. The Falcons losers could let. Han into the AFC playoffs if Central loses could decide you know the winner of the divisions for either of those teams I think that's a huge game for a lot of different reasons week 16 Jags versus Falcons
0: yeah couldn't agree more um I feel like there's gonna be a lot of those type games with a lot of imp- playoff implications coming up uh in the next few weeks and I'm definitely looking forward to watching them and and talking about them next week with you all right uh any other thoughts from you, Brad?
1: I think uh, I know we're kind of getting to that point. Of, we're kind of on that point of the season where it's like the the shitty teams are kind of checked out for a little bit. I think looking forward to the draft and the teams that top top kind of looking forward to the playoffs. So hang in there, guys. We're almost at the playoffs. Almost an exciting time at RML. Uh, hopefully, you guys are enjoying these podcasts and let us know what we could do differently or what you guys like or what you guys don't like, etc. Always open to Criticism, uh, but next podcast, uh, hopefully, uh, next weekend or something, we'll be talking playoffs, playoff previews, playoff, you know, uh, everything, playoff, everything. And then I can't believe it's all, it's only, you know, it's already t- today, tomorrow's the first day of the NFL season on a Sunday. And then, uh, well, or we basically already have a full season in already, so uh, yeah, it's pretty wild, it's pretty wild,
0: pretty cool. Yeah, I've, I mean, we've been kind of speeding through the year, I mean. We got off to a real quick start with the games played and everything. Now we're at a more normal pace, um, but I still feel like you know a lot of games are being played every week. It's not like you know there's a lot of sins and you know forces and that that much happening. So I feel like the interest is still at an all-time high, and uh, yeah, a lot of like you said, a lot of teams might be checking out. Uh, I feel like yeah, see once you know we get through the playoffs and everything, and get to the off-season, it'll start to pick real quickly pick back up because we'll be into the the meat of you know the nfl season at that point too so um yeah i feel like all the interest will be kind of rushing back into rml and we'll start to kind of get in our Mm -hmm. groove again but yeah it's there's a lot of interesting stuff going on guys so keep an eye out for these games keep an eye on these players and numbers and stats and all this cool stuff all these stories that we're talking about and, uh, yeah, just just let us know what you think uh, about podcasts and, yeah, everything that's going on. Uh, we love doing it and uh, can't wait to keep doing it every week, hopefully. All right. Brad, anything else?
1: That's it. I'll see you guys next
0: week. All right, guys. That's going to do it for Episode 9, Cheese and Chowder, the Armel Podcast. See you all later.